Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hey, welcome back. It's so good to see you. You know, there seems to be so many people these days helping their parents, and maybe this is reflective of my age that I just am more aware of it, but as our parents age, we often have to become the caregivers, and that is quite a role reversal, right? Oh my gosh. So one thing that comes up often, and more and more often, so it seems, is dementia in its various forms. And there seem to be so many layers to this. What an awful, awful disease progression this is. And I've heard some really beautiful stories as well that are usually offered in hindsight because when you're in the trenches, it doesn't seem that there's anything beautiful about it. One of the things that I've been asked repeatedly recently is, does a person with Alzheimer's have confusion when they actually die? When they pass, are they confused then and have a hard time finding heaven or finding the tunnel to cross through? Are they kind of stuck in limbo and do we need to worry about that and pray for them? Wow, that is a very scary thought, isn't it? So let's look at the prayer piece first. Regardless of why someone passes, praying for them is always a beautiful and wonderful thing. Prayer is truly just sending love and intention for healing and peace. What I've been told is when you're on the other side or even before you cross over, when people have experienced near-death experiences, they actually feel your prayers. It is the love, the intense love. They feel it. And that's always a good thing. It's very beneficial no matter what. So yes, pray for them. Pray for everybody always. That's fabulous. Now for the confusion Remember that you are not your body. Your soul is only using this body temporarily to be on the earth and to have experiences. That's not who you truly are. So everything, all the ailments and greatness that comes with having a physical body is not who that soul is. It's only a vessel. When you leave the body you are clear, you are whole, perfect, and complete, so that dementia does not follow you. Having dementia, just like all of your other experience in this life, was planned out by your soul before you came in. These are a couple of the just so beautiful stories that have been shared with me by adult children caring for a parent going through dementia. The first one, I will call her Lisa. And she had a very challenging relationship with her mother her entire life. Her mom was a single parent during a time when that was not really acceptable, certainly not the norm. And there were just a lot of struggles that came along with it. And her mom had some very negative feelings around herself that she projected onto Lisa, who spent a tremendous amount of time trying to heal and grow through this going through counseling and self-work, just a huge amount. So it came to the point that her first, her mom had dementia. And then as it progressed, it was clear she would no longer be able to live by herself. So Lisa had gotten to a point of forgiveness 
for so many things in her life. And she decided first to move in with her mother and care for her and then ultimately ended up moving her mom into her house. And what she shared with me as I was in complete awe because not only was her mom suffering from dementia, she also was becoming blind. So this was, gosh, just compounded. After her mom passed and some healing had happened, what Lisa shared with me was that had been the most healing experience of her life. She said she truly was able to give her mother the love and kindness and tenderness that she had always wanted for herself. And in turn, her mother was kinder and more loving to her than she had ever been in her entire life. So Lisa said, you know, I knew she couldn't see me. It got to the point that I also knew she did not know who I was, much less that I was her daughter. But you know what? She was nice to me. And she was grateful when I would help her do something in that moment while she still remembered it. She would say thank you. And she was genuinely kind and grateful. And Lisa said after all of the years of therapy and so forth, that experience was more healing than anything else she could have possibly gone into. And she had no idea going into it what the outcome would be. She really did it as an opportunity for some closure and see where it led. So on a spiritual level, it just seemed like what they both really needed and were unable to find during the bulk of the lifetime, their souls agreed to this completion at the end. And it was absolutely beautiful that they both on a soul level got to practice forgiveness and acceptance before her mom made that transition. Now, do you think that was an accident? I don't think so. You know, they had a soul contract coming in and I'm sure all of the growth experiences they both got to have during their lifetime were part of that contract. Whether or not they chose to honor that and fulfill that contract earlier in their life or not, I think was free will. But what I am so grateful for on behalf of Lisa is even though maybe her mom chose in her free will to not bury the hatchet, so to speak, until just before she made her exit, she did make the choice, which allowed Lisa now to have a sense of peace that she would not have had before. The other one is, well, I'll call her Pam. Now, she, on the other hand, had a very wonderful and close relationship with her mom her entire lifetime, and she was the eldest child. So it was assumed that Pam would take care of her mom as the dementia progressed. They lived in separate towns, and I think even in separate states. But as the disease progressed, Pam started spending more and more time there and ultimately just moved there kind of towards the end because her mother could no longer communicate. And Pam wanted to make sure her mom's needs were met. So she said she would sit there for hours on end just talking to her mom, unsure if there was any functional brain activity going on. Could her mom hear her? Could she understand her? Did she know who it was? Was she afraid? What were her thoughts? You know, she had all of these concerns going through, but she continued to sit there day after day for hours on end, just talking to her mom about her life and expressing gratitude and sharing her love. 
she said, it was very challenging because I felt like I was all by myself and maybe even people thought I was crazy for doing this because her mom was completely unresponsive. So after Pam's mom made her transition, it was some time later, I guess, she visited Pam in a dream, you know, a very vivid, lucid dream. And if you have had that experience, you know it's very different from a dream. You remember it differently. It feels very different. It's sort of a combination of a memory and a dream. So she was confident that it was her mom that had been there. And she asked her mom, do you have memory of that, that I was sitting there with you and talking with you and even holding your hand? And her mom smiled at her and said, of course I knew. I was teaching you. And Pam was like, you were teaching me? And her mom, she said her mom was just beautiful and radiant and smiled at her and said, yes, I was teaching you patience. And she said, well, that's the truth because it took a tremendous amount of patience to be sitting there all day long like that for days on end. She said, you know, I learned a lot. I did learn patience and I learned unconditional love. And I learned that I could give that back in a meaningful way, even when I wasn't sure it was being received the way I wanted it to be received. So dementia, mental illness, just like all the physical illnesses that we experience in this lifetime are often pre-planned by our souls for our personal growth, our experiences, and not only our growth and experiences, but that of our whole soul pod, right? We're all in it together and we get to choose how we experience it. So Pam chose to show up with unconditional love and gratitude and patience that she got to expand upon. I don't know, I didn't know her, so maybe patience wasn't a strength of hers to start with, but apparently she needed some extra practice on it. When they finished their experiences here on Earth, even though they had dementia and were not in a space to be able to communicate or remember life here, as soon as their soul left this containment, this vessel, they were whole, perfect, and complete, and had complete soul memory, and were liberated. And don't you just love happy endings? You know what? I think that's the gist of all of this, right? The experiences on the earth, all of our growth opportunities, challenges, that's just all part of this. But we always have a happy ending. We always leave here, no matter what the situation was like, while we were here, we get to leave and we have our happy ending. We get to go back and be with our loved ones on the other side, which we will all rejoin at some point. And we are back in our natural state of complete love and peace and joy. And then you get bored and come back to earth. <laughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? I hope that this podcast, like all podcasts, give you a sense of peace and understanding that what we experience here in this lifetime is only a little blink. It's a blink of the eye. It's a blink of the spiritual eye. We get to gather our experiences and grow from them, but ultimately we go back to infinite love, infinite divinity, and infinite intelligence and integrate everything that we've learned here. I so appreciate hearing from you. If you have any questions or comments or podcast suggestions, 
please let me know. My email is majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. And just know that oftentimes your question becomes a podcast because if you have that question, it's most likely that oh so many others do as well. Thank you for hanging in here with me. I appreciate you. I value you tremendously and look forward to seeing you soon. Namaste.